0: Welcome to Covenant Conversations, a podcast hosted by two friends sharing their experiences with healing, growth,
1: and leadership. Join us as we encourage one another through laughter, love, and faith. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Erica. Hey, Erica, how are you doing this evening? I'm good, and that's your girl Gina over there. Yes, it is. Oh, thank you, everyone, so much for joining us. Yes, and we are in our series called yes. Women, Women of Valor. Yes, and if you did it's not catch exciting. the last episode, we talked about Deborah.
0: Yes, and uh, the first kickoff episode was the Proverbs 31 woman,
1: which is not what you think it is. (laughs) (laughs) Bum, 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 bum. (laughs) Yes, so Proverbs 31 woman is what we talked about before, then we Mm -hmm. talked about, we talked about Deborah, and now for this episode, we are talking about our girl, Ruth. Ruth. Yes, Ruth, ma'am. Ruth, 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 <laughs> <Baby> Ruth. <laughs> yes. And um, and it is a short. It's only four chapters. Yes, it is just a short book. But it does have a lot of just a lot of wisdom in it, mm-hmm. a lot how you should treat other people mm-hmm. a lot of selflessness like I, th- when I think about Ruth and, and what she did and we're going to get into that how she was able to bypass and set aside her own emotions and things that she could have done and yet yeah. she was choosing others before herself and I just think that's a powerful statement
0: and I think that it's also a reflection the entire book of God's grace. Yes. How she was shown grace and favor and how God does that for us.
1: Absolutely. How God mm-hmm. sent His Son mm-hmm. to die for us even while we were sinners. Yes. And God set aside all of His mm-hmm. you know, set aside wrath and and set aside the punishment that was meant for us by sending his own son for us. And so let's go ahead and dive into Ruth a little bit. And, you know, some of the history of Ruth is Mm -hmm. amazing in itself. Ruth was a Moabite. Yes. And, you know, where did Naomi? They came from Judah. And it was um, during the time of the judges. During the time of judges, which
0: coincides with what we talked about with Deborah. Right. And so, again, you know, they were in those cycles of, of... of following God and then rejecting that God. perpetual
1: sin that cycle exactly of sin.
0: and so at that time Judah was in a famine yeah when um Naomi and her husband left mm-hmm. because they were seeking food yeah and provision you know when there's a famine it's because there's crops are dried up. There's there's no source of growing food. Yeah,
1: they're gonna do the same mm-hmm. thing that that we would do, right? Right? You know, when the pandemic hit, oh, right? And yes. grocery store shelves were empty. You know, we would travel, yes. right? Yes, further away just to make sure that our family was taken care of. And right. so Naomi and them they did the same thing. So that's mm-hmm. how they went over to meet Ruth. Um, and then oh, um, Oprah was there, right. too. So and they married their son. So what happened was they went, she and her husband,
0: and and I'm going to butcher his name, El- Elimelech.
1: <laughs> um, we're going to call him E. Yes, yeah, no, I, I like that.
0: I think we should call Eli. <laughs> she and her husband went there because they were, they had to find a way to survive. Yeah. And so you were saying, you know, the Moabites were... Really, on and off enemies they were of Judah,
1: absolutely. And
0: yet they felt safe enough to go there, or desperate enough, or desperate enough, yeah. Who knows? And so they went there. Were raising their sons, so they had to have been there for a while. Mm-hmm. And then oh, Naomi's husband died. Yeah. And then after he died, I mean, it's right in chapter one. Mm-hmm. It says he died, and then the sons married, and I guess they were trying to grow their family. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what happened because what we do know is there are no children mentioned for Ruth or Orpah. So did they have children? Did the children die? Mm -hmm. Because times were so rough. Yeah, You know, the mortality rate for babies at that time Mm -hmm. was, it was just terrible that they, you know, wasn't, they had the health care like we do now. So it was just, it was. Yeah, we, we don't know. Yeah, it was just. Uh, Naomi, Ruth and mm-hmm. Orpah. And you know, like you were saying, she was trying to send them back to their families.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So after everyone has passed away, mm-hmm. um, I think Naomi would do what maybe some of us would do. She's like, I'm going to go back home. I'm going to go back to the land that I know. You know, for us, we'd probably be like, you know, let's say if we got married and we moved out of state um, and our husband passed away, we'd probably be like, well, I might go back home home. because that's where it's more familiar whatever the reason was she was like hey i want to go back home and she told um orpah and ruth you guys stay here right because this is where you guys are raised go back to your families yeah go go back you know to your families and so orpah ends up staying Mm -hmm. but ruth says no i want to go and that is such a powerful statement Mm -hmm. because the mobites were known for serving many gods right and they weren't considering Naomi's God their God, mm-hmm. right? But Ruth makes that powerful statement of your God to become my God. And, and, and I have always bypassed that just as like, oh, that's cute. You know, hey, that's awesome, right? But when I learned that there was conflict, mm-hmm. um, between, you know, the Israelites and the Moabites, I was like, wow, that just makes that statement even more powerful that, and even the type of relationship that they had, that Ruth wanted to serve the God that Naomi was serving. I, I just think that that's powerful. What really jumped
0: out to me, Erica, was the fact that Naomi was going home, Yeah, but she also no longer had a way to provide no. for them. She was really putting them first and saying, go back to your families." Mm-hmm. I, I can't have any more sons. I can't provide you a man. And so the thing is, too, that in that culture and at that time, women were completely dependent on men. Yeah. To take care of them, to yeah. protect them. And so she was thinking, well, you're better off mm-hmm. going back to your families. And Orpa did. But yeah. Ruth didn't. And I feel like Ruth, for some reason, just she was like, I'm going to take care of you. And there was a bond there that was, I think Naomi's relationship with God had to have been reflected to Ruth. And Naomi must have been a tremendously beautiful person for Ruth to have loved her so deeply that she would follow her. I mean, she the things she did for her as we go into chapter two, yeah, are pretty amazing that she, you know, to be honest with you, what she could have done is become a prostitute. Hmm. There weren't many options to make money to feed them. But that's not what she did. She trusted Naomi. Naomi spoke to her and told her what to do to glean the the barley and or the, the wheat so that they could have food. Yeah. And then.
1: Look what God does. Yeah, this is also an amazing story of how God truly takes hard situations Mm, that seem hopeless, situations that are full of despair and agony and pain, Mm -hmm. right? Death brings pain to those that are left behind. It brings despair, especially when... Um, it's hard enough when you lose one person, but when you lose your whole family, I mean, you you feel like you have have no one. And so well,
0: just... I was going to say verse 20 sums up what you're saying. Oh, don't, go ahead. don't call that? me Naomi. She told her friends, mm. call me Mara, because the almighty has made my life very bitter. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty.
1: Yeah. I and mean, that's depression right there. It folks. is, and And both <laughs> both. Ruth and Naomi could have stayed in that state of mind mm-hmm. of saying, fine, this is the way life has turned out. I'm just going to live out the rest of my days because this is all that's left for me.
0: I almost feel like she came home to die.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, well, I have nothing left. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. And, but what's amazing is, is when we allow God To heal our hurts, when we allow God to still move us, even while we are hurting, he has a way of redeeming those things that seem lost. Mm -hmm. And he has a way of teaching us how to move in our pain, move in our hearts, but moving in a way that's still towards him. So Ruth could have still been in her feelings. Mm-hmm. Naomi could have still been in her feelings. Yeah. And then when you look at the lineage, mm-hmm. the lineage, the the vision, the purpose of why God decided to bring two people from nations that raged against each other to interlock them and in mm-hmm. by marriage yep. and how he brought that together and then how they were both obedient by Ruth going and by Naomi letting her go with her. And then from that, you have Ruth that marries Boaz. Then they have a son, Obed. And then Obed has a son, Jesse. And then from Jesse comes David. And then follow that line. And Jesus comes in. And so Mm -hmm. I think about if we can learn to get past hurts, pains, disappointments, and struggle, and still trust God enough We can still carry out all the purposes and all the plans that he has for our lives and for those that it's going to affect because what Ruth and Naomi did affected people generationally.
0: Oh my goodness. Absolutely. What's so beautiful to me is, so go back to chapter two. Okay. When Naomi gave Ruth the direction to go to, well, actually it was Ruth said to Naomi, let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain." behind anyone in whose eyes I find favor. So she's like, I got to get food for us, right? But this is the part that is so crazy. Naomi didn't send her to Boaz's field. Mm. That was not what happened. What happened was she said, go ahead, my daughter. So she went out, entered a field, and began to glean behind the harvesters. As it turned out, she was working in a field belonging to Boaz who was from the clan of Elimech, which was Naomi's husband. Yeah, Naomi didn't send her to that field. God, Mm. the Holy Spirit, directed her to that field. And so sometimes, not sometimes, always, God will direct us where we need to be. Mm -hmm. Even if it's...
1: Not where we want to be. Yeah, even where because listen, she's she's gleaning, right? Which mm-hmm. means she's not even in for the prime pickings, right? No, nope. gleaning. What they did is for people who couldn't, um, for the poor, for yeah, for the poor, right? They basically threw the scraps, right, right. or or threw right. things on the side so that they could come and glean, right, pick up. And so again, this is where wisdom. Comes in and the leading of the spirit comes Mm -hmm. in because how many of us have faced situations that you just mentioned? Like, I don't know if I should be here, God. This doesn't look like the Mm -hmm. place where I thought I was going to be. This situation isn't working out Mm -hmm. the way I thought it was going to be. And so, but Ruth decided, I'm, this is what I feel led to do. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to listen and do this. And I am going to trust. Well, I think it it comes back to, she found favor. Yeah. Because of her
0: obedience. Yeah. And Boaz noticed her and he didn't know that she was uh, in the family. And so he heard of her reputation. He heard about what she had done for Naomi and he told the workers, no one t- was to harm her. Yeah. That they were supposed to put extra good grain out for her. Mm-hmm. And all of that was so she was receiving favor. God was providing abundantly, Erica. Yeah, See, that's the thing I we, we sometimes lose track of. God is going to provide for us, but when we're obedient, he's going to provide abundantly. Yeah. That means what we think we deserve or what we think we can come up with mm-hmm. God says, no, I'm going to bless you above and beyond. And you're like, oh, well, I should be able to do this. Or how am I going to do this? And God says, I've got this. I've got you covered. I'm going to give you abundantly. And so I keep saying abundantly, but it is true that when she just followed her heart, which was to provide for Naomi. She was behaving in a Christ-like behavior.
1: Yeah. And she was representing the Proverbs 31 women. Remember yes, where yes, I talked yes. about the woman would, you know, take care of a household. She's mm-hmm. not, her hands are not idle. Yes. Right. And so, so right. I, you know, and that's the thing. When we are facing hard things, a lot of us tend to stop in our tracks and we become idle.
0: Mm, that's a good point.
1: Because it's too hard to work through right? You feel those emotions it's too hard to work through. I don't deserve this. It's not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And But God tells us, listen, we have to work the land that's in front of us. Right. You got to work the ground. You have to work the ground that he's placed you in. It doesn't mean the ground's going to be easy all the time. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's always going to be green and these lovely these lovely fall days, right? No, sometimes your life is going to have these seasons of hard winter. And I think that we
0: also are in a growth and learning process in those hard times, Erica, because, you know, we go through these things and we're sometimes wondering, why am I here, God? Yeah. But we don't see the full picture until years later. Yeah. So I can look back on a lot of the, Tribulations we endured. And now I'm like, oh, we grew from that. We grew in prayer in our spiritual lives. We grew in faith because of that. Yeah, we messed up here. We struggled with our faith in this area. But God used our situations to teach us. And that is all of that sanctification that we go through to get deeper roots and to become refined in Christ and i think she was doing that she I, I mean she for her to have followed her mother-in-law was more than a love for her mother-in-law there had to be a and for god to have chosen her to be in the lineage of david and then christ there was a tender heart in that woman yeah for sure and but also a strength that she followed her mother-in-law and like you said she was not idol she was the one who said i gotta go find us some food mm-hmm. we can't not we're not just gonna sit here man she had to be an encourager she's like and she gave her hope because when naomi found out it was boaz's field it was like oh my goodness god you are still with me yeah but, but you then, haven't forsaken me yeah
1: but then right but then she gets excited but then what we find out that boaz is not the, the number one that the closest, yeah, the closest relative, right. You know, to, to redeem Naomi, exactly. right? Like, he's like, wait, there's someone closer. Mm-hmm. And so there we go again, right? Where we feel like, oh, yes, this is awesome. There's hope again. And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm sorry, here goes another stumbling block, right? Or, or another Like Like, you
0: think you're going to get that job and it doesn't happen. Yeah. And then you're like, I thought I was going to get I that thought, job. You know what I, I mean? Like, God, What happened?
1: But then he gives you a different job and you're like, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah." you know, right. That that was better. Or the timing wasn't right. Yeah. And so, again, they could have been really disappointed. But what happens? God continues to work in that situation. And so Boaz goes to the kin, kin, you know, and has a conversation with them. And, you know, uh, he's able to get him to relinquish, Mm -hmm. you know, his rights, his rights, And then we see that Boaz and and Ruth are are able to get married after that. So you see in this story, you see persistence, you see selflessness, you see um, people putting others first, you see people continuing to move and move forward and to do life And not be discouraged just because of hurts and pains and life not looking like you thought it was going to be. And then you seeing God just honoring and blessing that because. They're moving in the direction that he wants. And through that, like we mentioned before, you know, Ruth and Naomi find comfort. Um, Boaz obviously gets married to someone that he loves. And then generations after that are affected by their obedience. It's, it's a beautiful story. Well, I I wanted to piggyback on that because of
0: what Boaz said to Ruth. Yeah, He said, the Lord bless you, my daughter the this kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier mm-hmm. you have not run after the younger men whether rich or poor and now my daughter don't be afraid i will do for you all you ask all the people of my town know that you are a woman of noble
1: character come on that's so good again talks about proverbs 31 remember yes. at the end of Proverbs 30 31 where yes. um Her character was known at the gates, even though she wasn't sitting at the gate because it wasn't typical for the women to be sitting at the gates with the elders. And yet the elders knew who she was. And so, again, the character Mm -hmm. of Ruth was known. Yep. So much so that Boaz was able to speak those beautiful words that you just read. It just Mm -hmm. how powerful our character and our actions are even more so than the words that we speak. And how God uses
0: those of us, and probably you could almost say all of us, but when we come from brokenness. Brokenness. She came from from a family that their, their religion was paganism. Mm-hmm. The, like you said, serving many gods. And a lot of those things were very wacky
1: yeah a lot of it was sexual yes and Mm -hmm. there
0: was like you know someone saw I don't know about the Moabites, but I know there was a lot of human sacrifices Mm -hmm. and crazy stuff going on and so here is a woman who has noble character even though she came from a culture that that was not where women were perceived with noble character and she was redeemed you know, the kinsman redeemer. Yes, and God shows restoration in this story. He shows redemption in this story as well. Here is someone that probably many people would have written off, but God says no.
1: Yeah, and that's my what, redemption is for all. Exactly, and that's what it is, because what's a kinsman redeemer? That's someone that acts on behalf mm-hmm. um of, in this situation, right? a relative who is in trouble are in danger. It's a rescuer.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: And that is what Jesus is for us. We were in trouble. We were in danger. And some of us still are in trouble. And some of <laughs> us still are, are in danger because we don't have that relationship with, with mm-hmm. God. But that's how cl- so that even makes it even more profound that Jesus Came from a lineage of a kinsman redeemer. That yes. just hit me. That mm-hmm. just totally hit me. That Boaz was the kin- kinsman redeemer, mm-hmm. and then through that, and then Jesus is our redeemer, exactly. Who does the exact same thing. It's this is profound. Mm-hmm. This is deep. it is. It's there's so much
0: depth to this book, to this history of a woman from Judah. Or a family, a couple from Judah, and then a Moabite woman, and how God said, "Watch, watch, watch me show you how yeah. amazing I am."
1: Yeah, and it doesn't matter how you grew up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the, your bloodline is, what your bloodline is. It doesn't matter what what your culture nope. is when Jesus enters mm-hmm. the room. Yes, when Jesus enters your mm-hmm. heart. He redeems you and he rescues you and he leads you to a newness and a restoration that all of us so desperately need.
0: Uh, Absolutely. We we are all in need of that kinsman redeemer. Every
1: one of us. And
0: if you do not know Jesus as your kinsman redeemer, if you do not know his love and his forgiveness, then we just want you to reach out to us at mentoring movement because his love is his forgiveness covers all of our mistakes. Yeah. Sins
1: every last one of them, every last one of them. So with that guys, that is Ruth. Mm -hmm. And we hope you have uh, enjoyed this conversation with us. And let's see the lessons I have learned about Ruth is that it's not all about me. <laughs> um, you know, I definitely need to be aware of, you know, being there for other people, mm-hmm. right? Being there for other people. Um, again, just walking beside people, being led by by God and that Just because the situation is not what I expected, it doesn't mean that God's not in it.
0: That's so good. And it's the truth.
1: And what, you know, Ruth and Ami, they experienced death. They experienced, both of them experienced leaving their homelands. Mm -hmm. Naomi, when she fled for the famine. Ruth, when she went Mm -hmm. back with Naomi. And then they even struggled, you know, as far as provision Mm -hmm. goes. And then they had the other hurdle of where they thought, hey, everything's going to be awesome. We found mm-hmm. Boaz. And then he's like, oh, wait, there's a problem. There's basically someone ahead of me. Um, right. And so they just faced a lot of discouragement. And yet their persistent shows that God can redeem and God does work things out. But we have got to be willing to follow his plan from beginning to end
0: right and then we will see his provision correct yeah so
1: it's an awesome story so thank you so much guys for joining us we hope you have enjoyed this and we look forward um, to just connecting with you guys again so we hope you have a great week catch you later love you bye bye
0: if you enjoyed this episode You can share and post it on social media. And don't forget,
1: leave us a comment. We would love to connect with you. And remember to like, share, and subscribe. Talk to you later.
0: Bye.